0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name. Scientists searching for the truth still cannot explain where the something came from. They believe they can trace back to the first specks of energy, yet cannot explain the first origins. In rejection of God, humanity has formed its own thesis of a world without God, claiming the universe itself existing and that humans evolve from another species. They exist within the belief that there is no divine purpose and it is up to humanity to save itself. Interestingly, They do not deny that humanity needs saving. They cannot deny that there is evil. They cannot deny that there's something wrong. The truth is humanity cannot save itself. Humanity is finite. It cannot escape death nor change the darkest depths of the heart. Only God is self-existing. Only God can save humanity. Science in its purest form searches for the truth, and as a result, discovering what the Bible already revealed long ago. The creation account is primarily written to reveal who God is. So with this in mind, let us go on a journey of discovery. God, who are you? Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Before time began. Whenever that was, and however the beginning began, there was God. The Hebrew word for God used in this unapologetic statement of truth is Elohim. It is a plural word that in the Genesis account of creation is linked to a singular action of creation itself. Elohim, in this context, reveals the fullness of the living God, the one who created. From this statement, in the beginning God created, we see the unseen, the self-existing one, the God of creation. The first aspect we learn about God is that he is self-existing, in Genesis chapter 1, we see the full creative force of the self existing one, Father, Son, and Spirit, unleashed into the nothingness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The earth was without form, and this means to lie in waste. God considered creating the earth as a wasteful act if it was not populated. He created a place to commune together. Out of nothingness or void, he created. Most scientists agree creation started out of nothing. They also agree that at a moment in time, the earth was void. Empty and without life. When God spoke creation into existence, the powerful force of the living God was set into action. God's spoken word is the creative force that scientists seek to articulate. God's word has purpose, sustains, empowers, and creates something out of nothing. Let us read Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 to 11. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. God did not need to create. He was and is in perfect relationship with Himself, Father, Son, and Spirit. God has no need for anything. He is the self existing one. Yet out of His great love, He chose to create. God did not discuss this with anyone else. He declared it within himself in perfect oneness. Let there be and let us make. God created something out of nothing, a divine miraculous action that reflects God's character, his divine love. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he declared how God the Father loved him before the foundations of the world. God was and is and always will be in a perfect love relationship. The word of God is an internal essence of his very being, God the Son. The word of God is in active communion with the Father. Out of this amazing love relationship flowed creation. God spoke and it was so. Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. He spoke forth light into the darkness, who through him and by him all things were created. The Apostle John, who journeyed with Jesus when he walked the earth as a man, had a wonderful revelation of this powerful truth. John chapter 1, verse 1-5 to 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Here the writer John powerfully takes the New Testament reader back to the origins of all things. In the beginning was the word. Revealing the self-existing one who inhabits eternity. The power of his word. One word and it is done. He creates and provides for all his creation. At his command everything stands and is sustained. The word became flesh and revealed the God of creation. Colossians 1, verse 15 to 17. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things And in him all things consist. The second aspect we learn about God is he's all powerful. Everything owes its existence to the Word the stars that shine, the birds that sing, the fish that swim, the plants that grow, the child that is born. The psalmist had a wonderful revelation of the all-powerful, sustaining, life-giving word of the living God. Let us read Psalms 33, verse 6 to 9. By the word of the Lord the heavens were made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deep in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. God is personal with his creation. Even when it becomes damaged by evil, even when humanity gave power over to evil, he still speaks light and life into the darkness. Out of the very life of God, at the actions of his words, light exploded out of the darkness, bringing order out of chaos. The word is light and life, the true divine light of life itself. John chapter 8 verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The light of life. How powerful. Due to humanity's rebellion, this world is filled with darkness. Darkness of rebellion, oppression, unbelief, pride and lust of the eye and the flesh or self. The whole of creation has been affected. Extremes of weather, floods, earthquakes, droughts, sickness and death. Jesus, the light that makes darkness tremble. Let us read Mark chapter 1 verse 23 to 27. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying let us alone what have we to do with you Jesus of Nazareth did you come to destroy us I know who you are the holy one of God but Jesus rebuked him saying be quiet and come out of him and when the unclean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice he came out of him Then they were all amazed. So they that questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. The darkness cannot overcome the light. The light has overcome the darkness. Demons tremble at the name of Jesus. They have to bow. They know who he is, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. The word that makes sickness flee. Luke chapter 4, verse 38 to 39. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made request of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. The word that makes sickness flee. Jesus rebuked the fever, and the fever has to bow to Jesus. The fever knows who Jesus is the power and authority that he operates in who he is what he has done and the fever immediately left her praise his mighty name the life that makes death surrender John chapter 11 verse 43 to 44 Now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. John chapter 5 verse 28 to 29. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good, to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil, to the resurrection of condemnation. To those who have done good, it is receiving Jesus, who he is, what he's done, and his right to rule and reign having our identity in him. We look forward to the future hope of resurrection life, eternal life. And those who have done evil have chosen to be one with evil, chosen to reject the only pathway to salvation. The only saviour, Jesus, is his name. the word that makes creation obey. Matthew chapter 8, verse 23 to 27. Now when he got into a boat, his disciples followed him, and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. But he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, Who can this be, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Jesus, out of his great love, calmed the storm for his fearful disciples. He has no fear because he knows he has the power and authority over his creation. Even the winds obey him. At the sound of his voice, it is done. The third aspect we learn about God is his life and light. The creator of heaven and earth and all things good came into his own creation. He walked the earth as a man. He subjected himself to the full human condition. Through his sacrifice on the cross, his resurrection, his ascension, and triumphant return in future time, his creation will be renewed. A new heaven and a new earth. Revelation chapter 21 verse 1 to 4. This is the Apostle John speaking, who is exiled on the Isle of Patmos for the word of his testimony. And he looked into future time, and this is what he declared. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. The light that makes the darkness tremble, the word that makes sickness flee, the life that makes death surrender, the word that makes creation obey. Jesus is his name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.